This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's Reaction Monday, Playoff Edition, presented by Texas Star Grill Shop on Sports Radio 610. Here's In the Loop with John Lopez and Landry. Yeah, Laramie Tunsil. Yeah, what am I, Laramie Tunsil? I was about to say that. I'll start on on me. Goodness gracious. Uh, C.J. Stroud, hell of a season uh, for C.J. Stroud. Roquan Smith, on the field, he showed him love. I guess then he showered uh, and started feeling himself a little bit. Uh, this is Roquan on the field uh, talking about C.J. Stroud. Much respect to those guys. Those guys were really hot, Stroud. So much respect for him, young guy, and, you know, he's going to be one of the best in the league for a long time. So much respect for him and the guys, D'Amico. Uh, absolutely great year, but there's a villain to every story. Uh, there's a villain to every story. That's cute. Then he put his cowboy hat on. He put a black cowboy hat on, Roquan Smith, and uh, this is what he had to say about your Texans. You're going to be pretty ticked off. Uh, I warn you in advance before we hear from C.J. Stroud. Here's what Roquan had to say as he wore his black cowboy hat in the Ravens locker room after the 34-10 to 10 thumping of the Texans. You know, they had a great season, but, hey, it had to end, and, you know, we delivered. Whoever come has to get dealt with. There's a villain to every story, and, hey, a Cinderella story ended, so on to the next. Hey, Ro, guys who wear the black hats are feared or bad guys? Uh, is this a role you're adopting for the postseason? <laughs> I had my boots at the house today, and then I was just like, hey, when I was thinking about it this morning, I'm like, hey, they are the Texans and they are the Cowboys, but, you know, I got this hat on, so I'm daddy. I'm daddy. He's daddy. Okay. They're not villains. Like, the, the, the Ravens are not villains. Nah, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I, I'm not. sleeping on the Ravens. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'll, be, I'll be happy for you if you yes. advance. I'll, I'll be very happy for you. I don't, I don't look at them like that. The Ravens are the team you're pulling for now, right? In the AFC? Yeah, although, I think so, Figgy. Although yeah. even, even someone like me who hates the, the whole Travis Kelsey type of joint and, and the way that Mahomes and Andy Reid have acted at certain times this year, like – that that was a gutsy ass win. Like, oh man! Like, to go on the road and have a complete win like that, and I actually thought it was just as schematic, uh, the way that Andy Reid called the game as it, as it was like Mahomes going out there and outplaying Josh Allen. So I, I mean, I got I got to give the Chiefs respect. I'll I'll, I'll be able to accept any result. Uh, really, the the team that I hate is the Lions. They they bother me. The Lions. I don't bother know why you? they bother me. They just I just think they're a bit team. They bother me. Although they motivate me because. The offseason that they had in which they brought in or they drafted Jameer Gibbs and they drafted Sam Laporta, uh, mm-hmm. that kind of uh, that kind of motivates me to where Nick Casario could uh, 
could maybe do something like that and 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 elevate the Texans offense the way the Lions offense has. And, and C.J. Stroud's already better than Goff. By the way, they could have had that combo. They, tra- they made the Will Anderson trade, though. Uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, I'm, I'm fine with that. I like the Will Anderson trade. Uh, B. Scott did text me yesterday. He's like, man, I like Will Anderson, but I would like to have Gibbs and Laporta a you little think? bit more. Yeah. I was like, yeah, well. Man, Laporta. <laughs> Woo! What a player he is. I think the Lions are the are America's team right now. Uh, <laughs> America's darlings. Come on. Yeah, they are. Come on. They're the underdog. They're oh the ultimate God. underdog. I mean, you don't have to like them, but I think they are the team that, that uh, like, just casual okay. NFL fans are going to want to be pulling for. Well, that, that's great. I, I'll be <laughs> – they ain't beating San Fran this weekend. I don't, I don't think, think they are, but I think that's the team that people are pulling uh, for. By the way, Zach Ertz signed with the Lions today. I didn't know that was allowed. Uh, I know, I know, he got released earlier. So you you can sign NFC Championship Week. Congratulations to him. Well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Another. Option. Why'd you choose the Lions? Well, I don't know. Let me think about that. <laughs> Are they playing this week? <laughs> <laughs> he honestly, he he. he, he he should get a Cuban zirconium ring if they win. It shouldn't. If they win the Super Bowl, it shouldn't even be a real ring. It should be plastic, like a quarter Where should ring. I sign? Hmm. Oh, Where should I sign? Oh, okay, I'll go to Detroit. Well, I ain't seem like a good team. Yeah. yeah why not? Unbelievably just, just ridiculous. Just here. Unbelievably uh, ridiculous. C.J. Stroud, man, one of the best rookie seasons in NFL history. He gives the Texans hope. The future is bright. With CJ, but don't tell him that Saturday wasn't disappointing. Here's the quarterback of your Houston Texans, his final words uh, of the 2023 season. Uh, first of all, I just want to thank my Lord, <clears throat> my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Uh, it's been a heck of a, a heck of a year. I think Demico hit on the nail. Our future is bright, man. But uh, it, these type of losses suck, you know. Uh, that's a great Ravens team over there, and they they deserve to win. It's tough to just you know get embarrassed like that, but. Definitely, I think our future definitely is bright. What do you feel like is the biggest thing you could possibly take away from, from this? Offensively, you just can't keep going backwards like that. There's too many um, penalties, um, too many missed assignments, you know. Just uh, my part, i got to run the offense better, you know. So, um, just got to get better there. CJ, you talked about previous. How much did those five assistants in the first quarter kind of hurt you guys establishing the first You watch the game. Moving the ball pretty well. <clears throat> those things hinder a drive. I mean, it's hard to operate on third and long every time, you know, so, um, yeah. This season, as you stand here now, feel like a success? Um, I mean, it's hard to answer that right now. I feel, I mean, I know where I come from in college, like, if you don't win at all, like, then it's kind of a fail, so that's kind of like the mindset I have. Um, I think we have the capability, we have the team to do it. I know, um, yeah, we come up short, you know, so, like, you can't look back and, like, dang, like, we ain't do nothing special. You gotta, of course, like really look back and, and, and smile throughout everything. But at the same time, like it's like, dang man, what what if? And that, those, that's the worst feeling, you know, just having regrets. What if? What if I did this? What if I did that? You know, so um, just learning experiences. CJ, what did you learn about this team, specifically your head coach, that you didn't know before you got to Houston? Um, honestly, like I already knew that. Like, this team was, was a team for the fighters. I mean, you look at last year, I think uh, we only lost, like, six six games from a one score, you know, and I was like, man, they're close. So I already knew that. I mean, it's honestly, like, you don't know what you don't know coming in as a rookie. Like, I can't really say, oh, I didn't, I didn't expect this, I didn't expect that. I just honestly trusted God that he put me in the right, uh, on the right team and the, with the right coaches. 
uh, with the right players. And, and I mean, all in all, it, it seems like that was true. So I'm just really thankful for that. But it's nothing I look back and be like, man, I didn't trust this. I didn't know this. I didn't. I just really I came in with just like clean slate. I'm going to trust what my coaches are telling me, what my teammates, and I'm just going to try to put my best foot forward. What's, what's the one thing you're most grateful for from this or sort of season that you had this year? Other uh, relationships. Um, just the guys who I got to line it up with. Um, I, it's hard to come in, especially guys who come in from other teams, other successful teams, and just trust a rookie quarterback, you know, and those guys, like, um, full-fledged, full is really bought into um, what I was really, like, hoping hoping to become, and they helped me along the way. So um, a lot of confidence building that they helped me with and things like that. So, I mean, the main thing I look back is just the relationships and the people who I built real bonds with this year. What point do you say that's running back? Shoot, tomorrow? <laughs> nah. I'm going to enjoy this offseason, man. I'm not going to lie. It's been a long year of my life. I've uh, been through a lot of ups and downs, on the field, off the field, and I'm just super, super blessed, man. I do everything. Like I told you all before, pressure's a privilege, and it's hard. Like it's, The stand-up here is, may seem easy out there, but it's hard. You know, I work really hard. I appreciate you guys for the whole year. Um, but, yeah, man, I think the foundation we set is, is a hard, hard one built on rock like D'Amico always talks about. But, um, yeah, man, I'm going to continue to work my tail off next year to make the city of Houston proud, make my, my family members proud, make God proud. Um, and, yeah, so I appreciate you guys. God bless. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, we'll see how it goes. That's uh, C.J. Stroud's final words. Not really, I mean, he he said as much that, that Saturday was disappointing. Like yeah. we, not, none of us really saw that coming, like that type of performance. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming, it was a no show on offense. Like that's that's the thing. Like we can talk about holes, we can talk about moments, we can talk about outmanned and all that. But it it was it was a literally a no show on offense. The Texans only four times this year have the Ravens not allowed a touchdown in a game, and the Texans are responsible for two of those. Bobby Slowick, his offense put together mm-hmm. this year against the Ravens four field goals. He had five interviews this weekend. They had three points. He had five interviews this weekend. So that that was the disappointing thing is that it was it was a total no show 
on offense, and they they tried to buy as much time as they could on defense and special teams, and just ran out of gas. And and I I get the whole. Oh, you know, it's a great season. Man, get that out of here. That, get, that's get what, that that's what the head coach says, and that's what the head coach should say. soft stuff out of here. Uh, that, that's what the head coach says. We'll get, it, we'll get into that later. And that's what the head coach should say. Uh, but now for the good news, <laughs> you know, because it, it was too much, and the offense was too little, and I thought the moment was too big, and, and, and I never thought I'd be saying that on Monday morning today. Um, but the good news is you do have that guy. You know, that, that guy that you just heard. The things that you need yes. the most, you have. <laughs> yes. The things that you need the most, you have. Yes. And and this is a different feeling, like, from any other playoff loss that the Texans have had because, you, you, you know, you're kind of feeling, even back in the day, like, okay, can they duplicate this? Can they duplicate this with Matt Schaub? Can they duplicate this? Can they surround uh, – can, can Deshaun Watson overcome Bill O'Brien and, and Tim Kelly and all that? You're not worried about that anymore. You, you know you have the coach. You know you have uh, the quarterback. You will have an offensive coordinator that is they're, – they're going to be fighting for this job. You know, uh, if if Gerard Johnson doesn't get it, if Bobby Slowick leaves, they're going to be fighting for this job. So that's the good news. But you can't – you know, you, you can't ignore that, that this was a huge disappointment. And I think that's a good thing. The fact that I was so it upset – It should be. Yeah, it should be. Like, you don't move the goalposts. Like, we came yeah. into this game. We said they weren't playing with house money. We said that yeah. uh, they're going to compete. You and Figgy picked them to win the game. Yeah. And they, they lost. Yeah. They lost. So, I, acknowledge it. I, acknowledge I, it. Don't ignore it. Yeah. I think it's a, it's a good thing that, you, that we're upset. Uh, because a lot of times we wouldn't be this upset. We'd be like, oh, well, maybe next year let's see what they can do. Can they find the right – no. You got the right pieces, and we're upset that they, that they kind of laid an egg – uh, offensively, but that's a good thing. That's a good thing because now just take care of those other parts, those other pieces, and you might be on to something. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't want to, like, start it off with, you know, hey, it was a great Me season. Neither. It was an awesome neither. season. Nah, no. let's acknowledge the game. No. The game was a disaster. It was a disappointment. Yeah. It was It was not – it doesn't, like, eliminate what happened. But yeah, it was a – like, if, if I would have if I would have come on here and been like, hey, you know, the future's bright. <laughs> Let's ignore that season. That's some soft ass shit. All that soft talking. I know you can do it, man. You got, you got the. Man, shut that soft ass shit up, man. So, you ain't with me. Thank you. All right. Thank you. <laughs> All right. I had Adrian Bronner in my head when I came in here. <laughs> well, you should have. Uh, I, 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 I think that that Texans fans that are like patting this team on the head on the shoulder pads and saying good job, you know, it was a great season. You did better. That's not wrong, but it's also kind of like a cop out. It's a cop out from what we we could have had. I'll say it again. I don't know if they would have won, but I know they should have had a chance. They should have been in it. They should have. I mean, yeah. the offense should have given them. A, the the yeah. offense should have rewarded the defense's yes. efforts. Yes. I mean, minus seven yards on their final three drives. That's awesome. Yeah. And then you go out there that, that double reverse that the <laughs> I, I that double that double reverse was just so bad and. People are acting kind of brand new about it. Like, first of all, it it wasn't one block away from being a good play. It was blown up from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Okay, like they John Mechie. I'm surprised he even got it back to CJ, and I'm surprised CJ got it off because he couldn't throw it the way he wanted to throw it, so it sailed. So the guy had a running start. Yeah, George Fant can't go upfield and block a safety before the ball's thrown. It doesn't work like that. It was blow. It was blown up from the beginning. Troy Aikman said, "You're lucky to lose five yards," but. The thing that bothered me the most about it 
is it's not even revisionist history. It's not hindsight's 2020. And by the way, mm-hmm. what is that stupid ass dot thing that Bill Barnwell does where he puts dots of the football play and tries to explain it? Like, oh, if they miss this block, yeah, why don't you sail the football there too, buddy? <laughs> like, it's, it, it's completely different. But what did we say was the most annoying thing about Bobby Slowick's play calling and the play that he just could not quit? We even had an over-under on Friday about it. How many times have you heard me say, he sure does like reverses. God. He and, sure and does right like reverses. in that situation where you're averaging less he than one sure yard to carry. He sure does like reverses. Singletary gets to inside the you 40. You had momentum. Ran, dude, you run a double reverse with yeah. your fourth and fifth receiver and try to swing it back, and then you lose the five yards, and yeah. it's just like a complete buzzkill. Yeah, they had momentum on that drive. Man, Bobby, that yeah. was rough. Mm-hmm. Uh, and by the way, Tennessee is going to interview Dan Quinn for a second time, so who knows what happens Um with Bobby Slowick, uh, he has completed five interviews now, so it's TBD whether or not Bobby's going to be here. Gerard Johnson has a couple of interview requests as well, uh, Cleveland and uh, New Orleans. So the offensive staff, who, who knows what's going to happen there. We'll get into the ideal realistic outcome of that coming up shortly, but I actually thought I was actually fine with D'Amico's defense. I, I think they just ran out, ran out they of gas. Gassed. Yeah, I don't I, like. I didn't. I don't think there was anything like schematically wrong with D'Amico's defense. They just got worn out in that second half. But before that, he was blitzing more than he'd ever than he'd ever blitzed. Uh, that that was the largest amount of blitzes, mm-hmm. and you had you had held the Ravens to ten points, and it was tied. Eventually, though, it was it wasn't like the wrong defense was being called. No. They weren't. They, they were giving Lamar Jackson time to throw, and they were just getting gas. And I thought Bobby Slowick, you know, we talk about the reverse. I thought he was doing something that he should have done more, and for some reason he just did it in little spurts. They were having success with the no huddle. Like like, the, like he went no huddle, which was not really them very you know, very often this season, and they started you know, keeping the, the Ravens defense, uh, the personnel the same. They started having a little success here, and then he would get away from it. I mean, I get it. You know, you these are you, you got to keep things. You know, you got to keep players fresh. But I thought he got away from the no huddle a little too much. Like it was working. Well, he probably should have challenged that spot in the second that quarter too, too like Green yeah. Bay did. Mm-hmm. They ran to the line and then they got stuffed and then they ended up punting. Yeah, that was that's great. the one part. But but that I thought great. the no huddle was successful. And Jalen Petrie had that opportunity, man. And I don't know, I don't know if the game looks different or not, but that one opportunity where. It's 10-10, Baltimore's driving, Jalen Petrie, he sees Lamar Jackson's eyes perfectly. Both hands. Kind of dives, has both hands, kind of looks like he has another shot, and it goes down. Even when he was making the right play, he just wasn't making the play. Yeah. And I think it's going to be an interesting bounce back for Jalen Petrie. I, I, I think he has the makeup. I think he has the talent. I think he has the ability to be able to bounce back from this year. But, man, it that – that was the one opportunity, and and Jalen Petrie goes, he get, he gets blanked for the season, no interceptions this year. Well, that goes back to my point. Nobody who needed to elevate their game elevated their game. Uh, not for the Texans, for the Ravens they did, because Jalen Petrie, I, I I I think it does make a difference. I don't know if they win again, but I think they have a, that that after the first half, and to be able to stop them right there in the end zone, man, that could have been a lot different. That could have been a lot different. Just didn't catch the ball. Yep, no doubt. Coming up, what's the ideal realistic outcome uh, with the men who have been closest to C.J. Stroud 
uh, during this historic season. Bobby Slowick, Gerard Johnson, they both got a lot of interest. What's the ideal outcome for the Texans next? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.